Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It is our Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. Come on in, friends. Pull up a chair and gather around and communicate with the show. 636-9004-TMA. That's how you can call in. 314-881-TMA5. That's how you can text in to our Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. And, of course, email in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Doug. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, indeed, yes. I would say that that's the word that pretty much covers it today. Indeed. That's indeed. I think everyone's talking about the disappointing Battle Hawk defeat, but they had a chance. They had that fourth down and 15th again, right there at the end of the game, had a chance, but couldn't pull it off this time. Gotten a little brawl. Now, one, the of, one of the questions uh, Jackson poses for the award winning Balloon Party presentation. At 10 o'clock. And, uh, Jackson, what is today's uh, question segment called? Uh, Little Piddle's Wonderful Weekend Wrap-Up. Oh. So much fun with alliteration. Is My first question is one you often lead with, but what is the lead today in St. Louis sports? And to me, maybe I'm off the mark, but the obvious lead, and it's not even a question, is the doggies. Am I off the mark on that? Oh no, that is sure. Okay, I all was right. Just... I, I, but, but but the fact that it's it's Doug, it's the number one question in the Lil Piddles Wonderful mm. Weekend wrap up makes me think, oh, this is a question that the people would debate. And to me, it doesn't strike me as such. But perhaps I am uh, I'm off the mark. Well, I don't know what else it would be. I just mentioned the Battle Hawks because I'm not over that defeat yet. You know how difficult I take defeats. No, I know you do take those. Yep. Well, a lot of people thought they're going to go undefeated, and that's a that's a tough break for them. So yeah. I think that's the biggest story of the week. I think there's a coaching issue there. Uh-oh. You want to get rid Anthony of the coach Beck's now? getting held accountable? I'm kidding. I didn't want well, you bring in a new linebackers coach, and they get torched. Yeah. Way to, so, go, way to go, Steckle. Less Steckle was the difference. They did give up a lot of points. We're still on the Battle Hawks. we got to get to the dogs. That's the lead. Oh, really? Iggy's you not agree happy that's about the, lead. the dogs. Iggy's not happy with what he saw and heard. I didn't say that. From the Battle Hawks or the doggies? Dogs. I can't say what I saw because I didn't see it. You didn't see it? You didn't watch the dogs game? 
I, I'm not getting Apple TV. You're not what? I'm not getting Apple TV and then paying 80 bucks to get it to watch it. FIFA, FIFA. Well, maybe you could have gone to a local tavern or saloon or speakeasy and I watch it there. I don't go out in public. You're too big? Nice. It's because of the crowd, the paparazzi, or what? No, before people start saying that I'm trashing soccer, I'm not. Oh. I'm, I'm happy they won. I'm glad it was a great turnout. I heard the atmosphere was tremendous. Uh, I'm just not going to... I'm not a huge soccer fan, so why would I pay that kind of money to watch it? Yeah. I listen to Doug, it. Doug, is, is, were you... Uh, in attendance, or did you watch it? I watched it. Watched the whole okay. thing. Yeah, I was very excited to sit down and watch it. I tried on Friday to get it on my Apple TV. Spent hours. Had to take the uh, the rare position of going on the fan page, asking oh. for help. Oh. Willing to take the abuse if someone could give me a tip on how I get the, phone, the, uh, the game from my T-Mobile account, where I got it free, up on my TV. And uh, the answer was, you got to uninstall Apple TV and reinstall it. That, really? That, that turned out to be the answer for me. Yeah, you you can't just get your free uh, T-Mobile MLS season pass and expect it to go up on TV. You got to uninstall Apple TV and then reinstall it. That's that, how I got. I, I got to tell you now. I I bought the season pass, and for, and I've had Apple TV. I th- I feel like for perhaps five years. Uh, and I checked to make sure that this is we have a fourth generation Apple TV, which I believe is. Uh, one of the newer, perhaps the newest generations, and for whatever reason, I couldn't get it on the television, so we watched it on my laptop, which was fine, but uh, perhaps that's the reason. Now, I'm not T-Mobile, but maybe I need to uninstall it. I don't know, and I have Apple TV. Either way, whatever. Neither here nor there. No need to spend much time on that. Um, My perspective on what I saw was one of if not the most energetic atmospheres I've seen for a St. Louis regular season game and I don't know how long. I, I, would, I, would, I suppose perhaps um, a, a, a Cardinal game with some playoff implications perhaps, but that building was so alive it looked like everybody was standing which i am a huge fan of but neither here nor there it just was so intense it was so packed and the energy and the vibe of that place was incredible much less the excitement of the game i came away from that uh even more enthralled by what i saw than i than my expectations and my expectations were incredibly high what do you think doug yeah same thing i thought it was just a huge win for the city, for the team, the franchise, the, the players looked like they were loving it. Uh, I know the businesses around there had a huge night. It was just a an, an A-plus all the way around for <clears throat> St. Louis and the team and sports fans here. And even people that aren't sports fans, I think, are going to love going down there. It, 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 it couldn't have gone any better than it did. And I think, uh, too, the Taylors did the right thing. I mean, a lot of people that would get a franchise and say, look, we're going to be hot. We're going to let's build a 40,000-seat stadium and... Maybe we'll sell it out. And no, they did it perfectly. 22 5, uh, a nice tight atmosphere. Nice, you know, there's not seats way up in the rafters. You can't see. Everybody seems to be really close. And I think that gives it more of an atmosphere when it's a smaller venue like that. Probably. I bet they could have sold 60,000 tickets to this game, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. And maybe moving forward, maybe if it catches on like it is so far, you know, they may wish they had built the stadium twice that size. I don't know. Or they could have done like some other owners and 
I would have played in the football stadium. No, that's just, no. Oh, could you imagine that atmosphere in the dome? Yeah, we'll play it at the dome. and <laughs> No, so I give them credit for, from what I hear, it's a fabulous stadium. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. It really does look great. I even got used to the hot pink as the game went along. I think the jerseys are awesome. Yeah, it's different than what you see on any other pro sports it, team anywhere. They're legit. And I love, like, and I know they do this at all. I don't watch a lot of soccer, so this is probably, they probably do this on a lot of stadiums. But, you know, the, the flags that came out that said City on them before the game, and obviously yeah. all the overhead shots, the drone shots, you've seen them all on Twitter and social media. That You know, pretty insane. To watch, yeah. And you could feel the crowd just watching it on television. Um, and typically, I don't pay attention to any of that when watching a football or basketball game. Like, the crowd is secondary. But you certainly could feel it even just watching it. Yeah. I thought well, they... Back of On Castle says, My brother-in-law told me he has never seen a bar more packed in his life than Maggie O'Brien's on Saturday. God bless America. Yeah. I love to hear it. Eddie McVeigh. Good for him. You should have saw it last Saturday on a with a road game. The place was shoulder to shoulder. Like, watching the Austin FC. Like somebody, yeah. a friend, text me and say, asked me to come out and join him. And I said, no, I really don't want to come out. It was no, like, they he, needed you at Maggie O'Brien. Well, he told me he was at Maggie O'Brien. said, at 8 o'clock, this place was packed. 8 in the morning, this place was packed. Is that right? At 8 in the morning, Maggie yeah, O'Brien? I think he said Maggie O'Brien's opened early and people were, were there that early. Holy crap. And he said, he was stayed till he stayed for the game. I said, you got to be inebriated. He goes, well, I can slow down a little bit. Uh, but he said it was just elbow to elbow. What a great atmosphere all night there. Somebody tweeted that goaltender Roman Berkey was there after the game. Oh, I don't blame the players Drink. getting involved in the, with the city. Because I felt like they, they were loving that atmosphere. I don't know what they typically have played in front of before. Obviously, I know Berkey is, you know, from Dortmund, so they played in the huge crowd. But that was... Insane. You could tell the players were vibing. The, the only thing that I saw that that I guess I could be critical of is, is that the network that broadcast the game, the, the pregame was awfully sterile. The, the announcers were in some uh, sterile-looking studio, and yeah. I, I don't think they captured the pregame energy at all. They, they should I agree been, with that. Should have That's been something outside. I tuned in early to see, Doug, and, and it wasn't there. Yeah, me too. They, they should have been outside, right in the middle of it all, with fans behind them, like a, a game day on ESPN or something. And, and let that be the story, because that, it certainly was the story for a, a, a first game in a, in a new city. I turned it on there, breaking down the Chicago fire, and I was like, okay. Yeah, I didn't want that. I <laughs> well, wanted fans yelling and screaming and, and seeing the crowded bars. Just a, it, it would have been easy to capture because it was right there, but they, they, they missed on that. Well, but, they're not local announcers, so they're... That's true, too. But that's who most of their audience, at least half their audience was going to be that. going to be a St. Louis audience. But like the chance I heard, I didn't hear the the uh, ravioli. St. Louis chant. is wonderful. Yeah, I don't think St. so. Louis they may have, wonderful. but they were chanting the entire game. I well, respect I the hell out muffled, of that crowd. Muffled singing and uh, a bunch of snare drums throughout the game. You had to listen to it on the radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you sound distracted. <laughs> so you, that I would even so you ask listen a to question. Joey Zanaboni's calls. Uh, I did. What do you think? When they were on. They, they went off. What do you mean when they were on? Well, they went off the air a couple times. <laughs> the broadcast went off the air? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, and they just played some promos. Um, and they, God, I respect that board off. And they missed they missed the opening kick. They came back from a commercial, and Zanaboni said, and it's kicked out of bounds. It'll be a city throw-in. The first game, first game of a new thing, and you missed the opening kick? 
Yeah, that guy's going to kick with both legs. I, I yes. don't think you're bluffing here, but no, that I'm not. Really, that's really like surprising, which might be an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if maybe uh, they were working on a delay and they didn't know that uh, when we come back, they're watching it on TV and they say, okay, we haven't started yet. And they come back and the game's already started. And, but, I mean, it's neither here nor there, but you would think, my God, the first game, you want to get that opening, especially with, with Joey. You can imagine what he said with the opening kick, how historic it was but there's a little bit of anger underneath this if you were at I'm the game for it to come out you talked about what you saw i talked mm. about what i heard All that's right. just what i heard All so right. you sat at your place on saturday night with the uh with the radio fired up yeah i was listening just um, like listen to a roosevelt uh, fireside yeah it's track. like you know when you're a little <laughs> kid and you put indian style on the carpet put that put that transistor radio <laughs> under your american style please. Oh, sorry. put that God, transistor under your offensive. pillow and listen to jack buck as you go to bed uh, yeah i just sat on my couch and had it on and was doing a little work <laughs> what kind of work chat. were you doing needlepoint no i have some megan meyer stuff coming up and i had to jot down a bunch of stuff so i was just eh, doing that while i was listening to the game all right. Then I went uh, back to watching Chris Rock. Uh, Zanaboni was great on the call. There wasn't even one nose whistle or heavy breathing during the broadcast. You mm. can tell he's a class act. That comes from KG and O-Town, oh, wow. Doug. I feel like it's coming from inside the building. Yeah, because he works here. Well, I, I'm really done just answering your stupid-ass questions. Oh, hey. Comments. Damn. This is a co-worker. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen him in a month. Um, no, I'm not trashing the guy. I was talking about the broadcast. I mean, he has nothing to do with getting on and off the air. Mm. All right. But, I mean, it was... So, it the, was... Broadca- so the broadcast mm. dropped. Yeah. And I, I don't think they, they left to go take a commercial. Because when they do that, Joey will say, and let's take a break. Uh, you're listening to blah, 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 soccer on whatever. But anyway, he's in the middle of something. It just went out and was dead air for about 15 seconds, then about five or six promos. Um... Then they came. Then they came back with that. <laughs> no, 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 it was dead air and, and promos. The fact that that's real. But Joey had nothing to do with that. But you know, I I, I guarantee you though. No, I'm not going to guarantee. I will bet. <laughs> Backtrack. Well, I mean, I'm not in the building, so I don't know what 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 was said. But I'll bet somebody told him that you need to settle down after the goals. You know, let it breathe a little bit and let the, I think his name is Dan, the analyst, let him talk about what happened for the goal because the first game is like he was yelling and screaming and then looking at his cue cards, what should I say here? And then Lubriderm bottles on a Christmas tree and whatever. Dale, uh, his name is Dale. Dale. Dan. But after well, after a goal, I don't I don't think in any goal he gave a one of his cute things. He just kind of. First, I didn't even know they scored a goal. It was, but did they score? Was a save? What about what? Oh no! Jared Stroud! <laughs> That's the call of the first goal no, at, that, uh, no, at City was, Park. No, no, it was I think not. that was last week. I don't know if we have any of his calls. I don't think he really said anything. He he had some. He had some. <laughs> he didn't say anything when they scored. Well, he screamed, and then he, then Protest. he just then he let the crowd, you know, hear the crowd a little bit, and then Dale took over and. So I don't think he uh, really went ballistic on goals. I mean, he he got some of his sayings in there during, like, corner kicks or good saves or something. But uh, the first goal, I didn't even know they scored. Uh, in the air, left field and gone. He was more that, that's what he, that. that's what he That's what he sounded like when the first Charlotte goal was scored. 
And a shot. And let's go back. And what happened there, Dale? Did they score? I didn't even know they scored. And they, the other team scored. But I think he saved his quips for, like, uh, good saves or passes that just missed or something. Um, but I think they probably told him to settle down a little bit and let Dale actually say uh, something. Plowhawk, do we have any of, of the goal call? Yeah, I think the we don't have the own goal, but we do have the first oh, actual goal. The PK. Correct. Yes, the, the PK. The Charlotte goal? No, the no, PK. No, the, uh, the PK uh, from Close SDLC. out this first half. Mm-hmm. The dogs. All right, let's hear it. Leuven, ready. <laughs> And he got it! <laughs> Top shelf! What a moment! <laughs> See, letting the crowd. That was okay, it. wasn't it? That was fine. No, no. Yeah, what was right there? That was, he told us what happened. Yeah. They scored, where it went, crowd noise. And then, uh, what I, a moment. I said that's, that's, he didn't have any of his, uh, you know. Freeze it like a whatever. Freeze like a cup. And that's the time to do it because it's a PK. You can kind of yeah, know, forecast that's why I'm one saying, of two outcomes. That's why I'm saying I think that they probably sat down with him and said, let the crowd go if we score. You don't have to throw all that stuff in there. Let Dale take over. And I think right after that, Dale kind of set up what happened. And So I think that's what they told him. But that was, it was a perfect shot. This is huge. What? That was a beautiful penalty. That was a That's a Dale. Well taken. I thought he skied it when he first kicked it. I, I did too. I, I thought he skied it, but he just top shelf. Not a goalie in the world could have made that save, even if he knew where it was going. You couldn't get there. I'm a big fan of that Charlotte goalie. He's a good-looking cat. What? That guy came. He out couldn't get much of a much of a break from his teammates. No, they're yeah. kicking it right to Klaus. They kicked it right to him again, That's twice a, in a row. He had a couple of sick saves. <laughs> good-looking guy, lanky. They pretty much gave us. All three goals. Yeah. An own goal, a hands in the penalty box, and then a giveaway by the defense. Well, Klaus missed that opening wide open netter when that when uh, Charlotte's goalie kind of messed up and uh, left a wide open net, but he went high. Yeah. So, Plowk, did you get Apple TV? Yeah, t- I'm a T-Mobile. Uh, oh, there you go. God yeah, bless so America. I was able to love the atmosphere, love watching the game. I will say... And I know this has happened because I have looked it up on Twitter that mine was glitchy for, I think, about 30 to 35% of the game. It was? On really? And, on and off, like, you know how it just moves, like, pixel, frame by frame, just very... Like, the commentary was way ahead of the actual game because it kept skipping. Oh, it was geez, annoying. I missed good. the uh, first own goal because of it. Um, but it was issues throughout the game, but... It, I, Overall, I think that's probably just a hiccup. That <laughs> uninstall Apple TV, reinstall Apple TV. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just installed it for this for Saturday, so it's not like I had it pre-installed before I used it. This is the first time I used Apple TV. So, chalk it up to just uh, you know probably a lot of people watching it mm-hmm. at that time. But I, I, I Your watched every second. Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Plenty of people texting in three one four eight eight one TMA five three one four eight eight one TMA five. The Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. You can reach out to the great people at Engineer Design Facilities by emailing at fireededf-rg.com. They'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. It's Engineer Design Facilities. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full-service vendor. 
for licensed and certified professional servicing and monitoring and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements and construction and security access and monitoring services. It's engineered design facilities. You can use the TMA STL app to communicate with the show. All you do is click send message. Uh, Gary Gaetti, Doug, you remember him? He was with I the do. Twins in 87, the Cardinals. The pride of Centralia, 96. Illinois. 97-98. Mm-hmm. Did he hit a grand slam off of Greg Maddox in game two of the NLCS in 96? I think he may have. Uh, well, yeah, he, he is listening player. to the show this morning, cool. and he says, Tim, wasn't it great to have a slew grad on the broadcast? That's from Gary Gaetti. I didn't know he had a tie to uh, St. Louis U High, but that's great to see that he is he is as active as he is using mm-hmm. the TMA STL app. You can do that as well. Uh, Tommy Might says, stop talking sports. Oh. Doug, that's Tommy Mites. Okay. Tommy nice. Mites. Yes, we should. Yeah. And, our, you know, before we had to redo our email, uh, which I did last week, our company email, I got rid of the TMA feedback emails we get. <laughs> did you get rid of it? Again? I got rid of it, but now right. I don't know how to get rid of it. And I guess downloading these new apps for our email that I get a notification when I get an email on my Hubbard account. I don't know if you guys got them. I got like four over the weekend during the game. Oh, what a save. What? On a Saturday at 9 o'clock? What a save? You're, you're this was sent to you via email by a listener? The TMA STL feedback thing we get or whatever it is. Well, maybe they just sent it directly to you because uh, I didn't get that. Well, I got like three or did four. Did anybody else? Doug, did you get a message? No, I didn't. Saying, what did saying? you look? Nor yeah, did I. If you go to your email, they may have popped up. Well, you don't people, get notifications. Can, but hold on, Iggy. They can specifically send oh, it to well. you. No, I didn't get That's such a problem. Well, I guess they were coming to me then. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah, I stopped. I didn't get anything on Saturday. No, stop, please. Just. <laughs> All that's going to do is lead to you receiving 100 well, emails and say what to say. I'll talk to Craig Rutledge today and figure out how to get rid of these. I, uh, Craig Rutledge. I did get Thomas, Thomas Might saying stop talking sports. Oh, that, see was that. that was sent to TMA. Yeah. That was today. I'm talking about Saturday. Just block the user and it usually blocks all of them. <laughs> I'll see if I can go You're going to block Tommy Might's? Well, from that, I, I, I just, I don't know what I did, but I can't get it back. I changed my email. They're gone forever. Here, I'll see. I, I got them over the weekend. What was the week? Uh, KG in O-Town says, I agree with Iggy. Those employee emails we get are a real burr in the saddle. That's from KG in O-Town. That's a great text. That's funny. I've never seen you included on those. I got one Saturday from uh, old Matthew Kirksey. He says, there's nothing wrong with it, but this Nelson fella is wearing a sports bra. <laughs> what the hell's that? Well, you did get what him then. What the that? You did get him then. What is that? Who's Nelson? I don't know. First one I got was from uh, Andrew Belt. <laughs> Great show on Doug Tuesday. Andrew Felch. <laughs> Just bear, air him out. <laughs> great show on Tuesday. I'm listening and laughing. Okay, why are you saying that on Saturday? I didn't get the one where it said, great save. Let's see, another one from... Uh, <laughs> Nelson Matt, Sports. First one from Matthew Kirksey. Listen to the National Anthem. Anthem. Think it only makes sense we do it the Blues way in the home team. Dogs. Hey, look. God, it's a Saturday during the game. You didn't get that one? Oh, the dogs aren't no. going to stick. He's got your names on it, so I don't know what you... I don't think the dogs are going to be sticking with this fan base. This is the part of the show where Iggy opens the door to his castle and lets people know what to do to annoy him. That's from Mitch, mm. hands down, the most beautiful breasts I've ever seen, and then a Cumstein. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't... I, I, they don't really bother That's me. It's just I get, I get a notification <laughs> now when I get an email saying, Doo-doo. and there it is. This national anthem. I mean, Saturday night. Why are you texting us? Yeah, calm down, angry. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else make you upset with the broadcast? 
No, I thought the broadcast was fine. It felt like a real event in St. Louis. I knew lots well, of people that made it the well, whole it night to sit in oh front of a God. TV to watch the thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, it was incredible. It really was. I mean, that atmosphere, it was it, for a regular season game. I, granted, it was an opener. It was a first franchise game ever in the building in St. Louis. So that is extenuating circumstances. But I think it was so great and so alive uh, that it will make people want to go and that it becomes an event every time they play. Now, what will the staying power be a year from now? But still, I think that that was so positive that it will make what people want to make sure that they're there for the upcoming games. Yeah. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, I, I, I had the idea of like, hey, you know, I'm, I might go get a little city cap or I was going to really try to get a scarf. Oh no! Better move some money around. <laughs> so I, at like noon on Saturday, I went to uh, you know a store that sells all the stuff for all the teams, and it was picked dry of city stuff. Oh. I mean, you could find stuff, but it was in either double or triple XL. You couldn't find a scarf anywhere. And the person told me that there was a line outside the store at like ten o'clock to get in. So really? I mean, it, people were going nuts, and everything around it. It was crazy. It's great to see. We seem like such a natural to have a team. It's a wonder we didn't have one years ago. Why are we just getting this now? Okay. We were focused on keeping the Rams, I would assume. Uh, that could be it, I guess. But, I mean, with, with the tradition that St. Louis has in soccer, you would have thought that we would have been one of the first cities to get a team. Well, they, they talked about it in, in the broadcast um, that when the MLS started up, and uh, that was 1996, I believe, is when they had their first discussions of the original teams that they were interested in having St. Louis have a team. And that's when St. Louis had three franchises, with the Rams being in town at that time along with the Blues and Cardinals. But St. Louis did not come forth with a group. Yeah. So the MLS was interested. St. Louis didn't have a group together. Well, we should have put a group together. We were focused on nuclear uh, fusion. fusion. Is that what we're doing? Fusion, yeah. I was nine. Well, I know I was seven. Could have been a ball boy or something. Well, I used to go to the ambush games back in the day, and they would sell out like almost every one of their games. That was indoor soccer, I know, but it was still the steamers sold out. The ambush, I don't know about. The I think steamer. the ambush did too. Their the steamers their last were huge year. in the yeah. The 80s. steamers were really great with yeah. uh, Slobo and all those people. But um, I think St. Louis has always liked soccer, whether it was indoor soccer, outdoor soccer, whatever. They've always been soccer fans. So. Yeah. But I guess nobody stepped forward to say, "Yeah, let's get an MS, let's get a, a team here, uh, let's put a group together." Nobody, I guess, came forward. I'm going to try to watch as many games as possible now that I have the capability. But I'm worried, like turning on the the City and Timbers game that you know it's in Portland. I feel like my interest will only be in watching the home games. Now that's still, I'm going to try to make an effort, but just I, I liked watching almost the atmosphere and hearing that. I mean, the game was great. That was that was actually a really fun game to watch. But I'm wondering how much interest I'll have in the away game because I'm so interested in seeing, you know, kind of the party. Oh, the 573 says, that's a lie. Oh. St. Louis put together multiple bids. MLS was not confident in succeeding as fourth franchise. Uh, did anybody else on the broadcast Saturday night hear the lead broadcaster? Uh, or maybe it was Taylor Twelman. I don't know. Taylor Twelman was the color analyst on Saturday night. Uh, say that the MLS was interested in St. Louis when the league started up, but St. Louis did not have a group together. No, I did that's not what, hear That's I what they hear. said on the broadcast. Did you hear that, Doug? I did not, but I didn't okay. hear every word they said. Well, obviously those guys are liars, according to this guy. 
The texter? Yeah. He's... Uh, 573-call-in-636-9004-TMA. The door is open. And you, uh, Manupal Eligible says, I did hear that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, don't, I don't have any vested interest one way or the other. <laughs> All I can tell you is that that's what the broadcaster said. Now, whether or not the broadcaster was speaking the truth, I can't, I can't corroborate that. Yeah, well, Taylor uh, Trollman is Todd Reesing says, I heard it, yes. And Larry Thornton says it was the play-by-play announcer who said it. Uh, Plowhawk Portland's atmosphere is also insane. That is from the 314. Oh, no, I heard, Lake yeah. St. Louis Island boy says Timbers fans are a banty bunch. Mm. Should be an amazing, hostile environment. What is the bantiest atmosphere in the MLS? Probably the Sounders. Atlanta, yeah. I heard. Yeah. Seattle? Seattle. Seattle's got a thing where they have parades to the streets, yeah. walk yeah. into the stadiums and everything, and they were selling out the big football stadium. Yeah, Lumen Field. So was Atlanta, though. They were getting like 60,000. Atlanta is Yeah, man, they pack Mercedes-Benz, they right? They pack yeah. it. They play yeah. like this huge horn at the Mercedes-Benz Dome during a game that goes so loud. It's like the soccer, or a hockey goal horn that they play. It's crazy. Hope we don't implement that. Yeah, that that it could have that kind of influence here, that, that kind of demand Absolutely. for tickets. Absolutely. I just wonder if at some point they're going to try to expand the stadium or, or wish they had or something. If you can get 50000 that's better than twenty-two. I mean, it's great the way it is right now, but I think the potential here is for soccer to really take over, especially with no football team. Do you know? Do we know what the, the price of tickets are just normally? I'm not talking about second, second-hand or buying them from a, you know, a ticket master because I saw a guy selling two tickets for next home game for $200 each. Oh, they're at least a hundred bucks yeah. a piece for sure. Anywhere you two I, tickets for four hundred dollars. Now, is that are there tickets that high in that stadium? I don't know. Probably probably weren't that high if you bought season tickets, but they got scarfed up so quickly. They're probably that high now. Yeah, I'm just What's curious left? what the what the regular price would be. You know, if you bought both at a box office and buy two tickets. Uh, well, when the Timbers come to town, you can get tickets for eighty bucks. And that's uh, the end of April. See, that's kind of cool. But for right now, like the first couple games, they're all like a hundred bucks or so. Yeah. But that'll go down. All right. So somebody's selling them for four hundred dollars or two. That's just secondary market. You just. Yeah, it's all secondary market at the moment. My concern when they were building the stadium there was parking. Anybody heard any stories about parking? Was it easy or was it okay? Now, did you see the overhead shot before the game? It was like as they were going from the pregame to you know entering the stadium. There was a huge line on whatever street that was. I, I don't know what direction they were shooting it at, but it looked like a ton of people were still waiting to either get to a parking situation or, I don't know. But I, I didn't hear any complaints, but it looked like during, right before the game started, there was still a ton of people lined up right outside the stadium in their vehicles looking to park. Get there early and uh, go to Maggie O'Brien's and take the shuttle. 100%. Yeah, well, you don't need a shuttle if you're Maggie O'Brien's. You're right across the street. Yeah, I mean, you can still take a shuttle. Right across Pony. the street? Well, they yeah, have one, though. <laughs> uh, James Carlton might be willing to drive you. That's the kind of guy he is. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. I think a lot of people think of life insurance as some kind of luxury, but the reality is it is a necessity. And for those of you who are in your 20s and may not be married yet, uh, you might be thinking to yourself, why in the world would I get it? Well, here is the reason, because there's a good chance at some point you will want to make sure you have it and you get it in your 20s, and then you are set because it is super inexpensive 
in your 20s. 314-961-4800. You lock in that rate. I remember getting a policy, and I was like, why am I even bothering with this? And now I still have it. Years later, it's the exact same price, and I am so grateful that I did it. I would recommend doing that with James Carlton. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Jackson, can you tell the people about your pant? Ooh, Muggsies. Uh, I've worn Muggsies for both the dogs' uh, first two games, 2-0. Two and oh. I don't know if there's a correlation there, but I think they are. These are victory pants. Are they pink? Uh, victory n- pant? No, but they're a victory pant, Doug. You put them on, and victory just consumes you. It, you, oh. you get wrapped up in victory, along with getting wrapped up in some of the most incredible, most comfortable fabric in the entire world. Why didn't and, you wear them yesterday? What was that? Why didn't you wear them yesterday? I had to clean them. Okay. Well, way to go. You cost the dogs a win. Dogs won. The dogs won. You mean the battle hawks? Battle hawks. Well, you said right. dogs. Oh, oh, I should have picked up on that. It's my uh, where's my nurse? Let me continue nurse. the live read. There's, there's so many nicknames. I'm getting confused with all of them. Dogs, cacaws, whatever. Okay. Uh, these pants are incredible. I mean, it's just it's it's flat out. They're so comfortable. They're so stylish. You put them on. You don't have to sacrifice comfort for style. It's not just jeans. I was rocking the joggers. They got chinos too. Shorts, swimwear, jackets, flannels, cashmere. Staples that every guy needs in their closets. Chaps? Head to mugs. <laughs> no chaps, but oh. head to mugsy.com mm. and you can get yourself. You just you fill up your cart with all the stuff you want. You're going to want a couple things. And then you type in the promo code TMA. That gets you 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Again, head to mugsy.com, promo code TMA for 10% off your entire order. Free your balls once and for all and experience life changing comfort with Mugsy. Hmm. There it is. We also want to uh, welcome a new sponsor to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. How do you do, Doug? Another new sponsor, and it is Big St. Charles Motorsports. Welcome aboard to Big St. Charles Motorsports. Big jobs on big big properties demand a big side-by-side, one that's big in power, performance, and comfort. Enter the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. Available now at Big St. Charles Motorsports. The Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew has loads of power thanks to a 999cc engine and a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. It delivers serious performance, sporting a hefty hauling capacity and a 2,500-pound towing capacity. Both made easy thanks to Honda Innovations like tow haul mode and self-leveling rear suspension. And when it comes to comfort, the new Pioneer 1000 crew shines, giving you best-in-class comfort for six occupants. Hop in the back seat, and you've got shoulder room for three and leg room to spare. As for durability and build quality, we'll let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Big St. Charles Motorsports at I-70 in the Cave Springs exit and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe crew today. That's at BigStCharlesMotorsports.com. That's BigStCharlesMotorsports.com. Big St. Charles Motorsports, new sponsor here on TMA, I-270, I-70, and the Cave Springs Exit. That's I-70 and the Cave Springs Exit. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet, and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda side-by-sides or for drivers, 16 years and older check out that huge showroom full of bikes over 1500 units in stock it is truly a destination dealer i was out there last week it's big st charles motorsports online at big st charles motorsports.com welcome aboard to big st charles motorsports doug the 573 is not happy about what uh, this is the gentleman who said 
call me a liar if you want to. Or he said, that's a lie. Oh. St. St. Louis put together multiple bids. MLS was not confident in succeeding as a fourth franchise. Uh, he says the MLS became interested as soon as the Rams left. Okay, well, that, 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 that may indeed be the case, and I would actually tell you that that is the case. But what we were saying is that the broadcaster said that the MLS was interested in St. Louis in 1996 when they were starting the league. It sounds like the 573 is arguing a different point, mm-hmm. which we would agree with. We all agree that MLS wanted to be in St. Louis as soon as the Rams left. But what the broadcaster was saying was that uh, MLS wanted to be in St. Louis from the very beginning. And that, Doug, was answering your point as to why St. Louis didn't get in at the inception of the league. And uh, this gentleman is saying, Google Jeff Cooper MLS and mock me again, Tim and Iggy. Oh. Well, I think you're arguing a different point. So if you would like to call in, we welcome uh, people to call in, whether they agree or disagree. And you can have your say, 636-900-4-TMA. Yeah, so I, that, I, I, I seem to remember point. Jeff Cooper wanted to build something in Illinois, didn't he? Collinsville? That's correct. But that was state? like in the 2000s. What you were asking is why we didn't do this from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And what the broadcaster said is St. Louis did not bring a group forward, even though MLS wanted a team in St. Louis from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Going back 25-plus years. Yeah. Well, they want teams in everywhere now. What, are they up to 29 or 30 franchises? That, that's been the main source of revenue for a lot of teams is expansion. Right. Yeah. Hopefully that turns around, and that's not the case because you can't you know, keep expanding just indefinitely. But if, if they pack them in other cities like they're packing them in here, and hopefully they will continue to do that, you would think that it would turn into a big money maker. Without uh, I got this uh, message uh, sent via the TMA STL app. Again, you can click on Send Message once you download that app, and you can communicate with the show or individuals yeah. on the show, as apparently was the case of people <laughs> sending Iggy messages and about they continue. saves. Yes. You're still getting Saturday them? night. Uh, observations from the game. I'm not a soccer guy, but became one on Saturday. Got down... About 3.30 on Saturday, and every bar imaginable was wall-to-wall. Maggie's had a parking lot bar set up. The team store had hour lines. Maggie's was on a three-hour wait. My wife bought tickets in the supporter section, and I had no idea what to expect. Well, I will never sit anywhere else there. The seats are locked, so you cannot sit even if you want to. It was loud. I've been fortunate to attend most major sporting events in town, including World Series and Stanley Cup games. By far, this was my best sporting event experience. The Taylors have a winner here. I stood next to a guy who went to the game in Austin, and he said our atmosphere far exceeded exceeded the atmosphere in Austin. I was skeptical going in and will be back again. I got home at 1.30 a.m. and the Midtown streets were packed into the wee hours. I purchased Apple TV yesterday. I am all in. Doug, that's from Mike Contrera. Oh, all right, Mikey. He had a good time. I think everybody did. If you couldn't have a good time in that atmosphere, you're probably not trying. I, I, I can't imagine what, what there was not to like if you were there at the game. Well, if you're like proud, Joe, you were standing and people behind you were upset. Oh, no. No. No, Doug, no. Well, I, don't, I don't said you didn't, you didn't have a choice of sitting. I don't blame Prod Joe. For, well, I guess he wasn't in the supporter section. Wow. I don't blame Too him, but, he, but he's tweeted <laughs> out that uh, some people behind him asked him to sit down. Then they went and got the usher and said, tell them to sit down. The usher said, no, they can stand if they want. So I'm not, I'm not blaming Joe. He didn't do anything wrong, but 
there are going to be people at a soccer game that want to sit and why? Why do you think Joe? This isn't a this isn't a Barry Manilow concert. I mean, oh. stand up, Mandy. Why do you think Joe didn't get the job as a soccer analyst? <laughs> I don't know. You can't double dip. You can't oh. park cars and <laughs> do that. Well, he did a good job on the uh, the women's pro team with Athletica. You actually listen to any of that? A little bit. Yeah. Prop to prod Joe putting Doug together. You had him as a guest, and he hovered above your set. He did. Yeah. Sunday. He crossed his legs like uh, Barbara Eden and I Dream of Jeannie, and just hovered right above the chair. So I guess there were some people just just going by Joe. That I mean, how can you be in that atmosphere with everybody screaming and yelling, having a great time, and sit down? Why are you going to a soccer game if you're going to sit there the whole time? I saw his tweets so I, I uh, while the game was going on, and I texted him and I said, so, so what's going on? And he said, there are some people behind us, and they're not asking us to sit down, but they're bitching about it loudly so we can hear it, but they're not asking us. Uh, and we just continued to stand. Everybody in the building is standing and then they got so frustrated that they called the ushers over, which was a textbook Edward Jones Dome move back in the day, uh, except the difference here is that the usher uh, told them uh, Joe and his friends had every right to stand, and so the people complaining about the standing, as producer Joe put it, were told to pound sand by oh. the ushers, and I thought that was a wonderful wonderful indication of the kind of atmosphere you can expect at city park so god bless the usher and god bless at prod joe no i wonder if they actually used the phrase pound sand <laughs> do you know we have the best fans in baseball in st louis oh that's awesome mm, it is <laughs> best fans in soccer maybe too we got to get some new drops for the soccer. Maybe we have the beefus now we got some calls we can use. Now the ravioli heads or boys or. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear any of the ravioli. Yeah, boys. me either. I was surprised that. I mean, obviously I wasn't there, so I don't know if there was. Yeah. Could you hear what they were singing on TV? Because on the radio, I mean, you hear no. some chanting and some drums, but you I could, had no clue. You what they could were hear what the song was supposed to be like in terms of the beat of the song, but in terms of lyrics, you could probably get out St. Louis. That's about it. Who sang the national anthem? Anybody? She was amazing, dude. They missed they missed that too at the beginning. Oh, the the radio broadcasted. They came back in the home of the brave. Really? Yeah. So I was just curious who sang it. She was wonderful. Really surprising. I I don't remember the girl's name. Madison said, "I think she's kind of a big deal, an up and comer in the Kennedy Holmes. Yeah, she was tremendous. Kennedy Holmes." Wasn't she on The Voice or American Idol or what? Uh, that sounds right. I don't know, so I can't say for sure. Uh, Kennedy Holmes, is, but from St. Louis. Um, but that's all I know. She was on The Voice. Oh, yeah. She was great. She was one of those. She absolutely killed that. Guys, how did Iggy find out about producer Joe's tweets? That is from the Birthday Hawk. Uh, somebody posted it. Uh, Birthday Hawk, do you have any other questions? <laughs> There There's your answer. Somebody posted it, and I saw it. So I mean, I don't. I don't uh, you know can call in and talk it. about your experience Saturday. Your thoughts? What did you like? What didn't you like? Six three six nine zero zero four TMA, or you can text an engineer design facilities text inbox, and you can communicate via the TMA STL app. And uh, just click send message to the show, and uh, we are going to uh, start giving away prizes for the best communication via the TMA STL app as well. Download the TMA STL app 
And we have contests galore going on. You can win t uh, tickets to see Guns N' Roses on Saturday, September 9th at Bush Stadium. The tickets are on sale right now. And uh, via the TMA app contest, you can win tickets to see Kevin James on the Irregardless Tour. That is Wednesday, September 27th at Stiefel Theater. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Doug, can you tell the people about our title sponsor? And I've got his name is Ryan Kelly online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Well, sure. His name is Kelly. His name is Ryan Kelly. Maybe you put your dog's tickets on a credit card, and now you're going to have to face high interest rates. Well, you can still get the tickets, but you don't need the high interest rates on the credit card. The average credit card rates right now are 19.1%. That's the highest since July of 1991. 35% of households are taking on new credit just to cover basic expenses and even more still paying off their holiday bills. If you're a homeowner, you don't have to live like this. Do you have equity in your home? With a simple cash-out refi, you can pull out that equity, and the homeowner expert will give you your cash at closing, and then you can pay off those ridiculously high-interest credit card rates and roll it into your mortgage. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Maybe you're looking to buy a house. After months of decline, pending home sales have increased for the first time since May of 22. If you're even considering purchasing a new home, get your pre-approval now from the Home Loan Expert the day you call in. With the Home Loan Expert's new banker-broker platform, they have unlimited programs and products from almost everywhere. Mortgage interest rates have really dropped. Don't miss out on the home of your dreams. Start the pre-approval process today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. Online at thehomeloanexpert.com, title sponsor of this show for a decade, and the studio sponsor on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. You can send your questions in for QFTA, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at insidestl.com. Tim McKernan at insidestl.com. Questions, comments, erotic stories, and if you are like Gangster Pete's buddy and you pleasure yourself on I-70, uh, you can send in your stories of that as well. Tim McKernan at insidestl.com. I'm going to ask the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and I mean Munganass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota they service all makes and models regardless if you bought from Munganass uh, you can order your new car today and they are getting new cars in the days of not having new car supply are fortunately coming to an end and Munganast has the new car supply for you. Go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and you go shopping right there. And if you would like to communicate with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, or Peter Munganast, Doug, we have a secret phone number. We sure do. I've do got it right it? here. Yeah, yeah. 314-252-0029. You know where that number will get you? Straight to the muckety mucks. Muckety Mucks. Mm -hmm. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, 314-252-0029. And that is how you can call or text and communicate with them directly. It's Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And even if you can get a car from Munganest, you can get your car serviced at Munganest. That's Munganest, St. Louis Acura. And Alton Toyota. Call in and be a friend of the show, 636-900-4TMA. You can email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email the day of the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And text in, Engineer Design Facilities, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. It has been all dogs all the time here mm. in the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. And we welcome you to participate with your experiences. Uh, and, of course, you can watch the show at uh, youtube.com slash TMA 
STL. Uh, Howard Thompson says in the YouTube chat, Jackson needs to get Klaus on the show. Seems like a TMA type of guy. I hear tell he was barking with the fans after the game. Anybody confirm that? Well, I didn't hear that. Who's uh, Klaus? The striker. Oh, boy. <laughs> Joel Klaus. Nice. Oh, I thought that was one of your friends. He's the guy the announcer said. <laughs> You're thinking of Frog Dad. Um, and, and the, the announcer said of Producer Klaus. Joe had the buddy named Klaus, Iggy. It was oh, yeah. Klaus and Knuckles, and he would vacation. With okay. Mm-hmm. No, Klaus is the striker. Number nine. The number nine shirt. The announcer says, oh. boy, he looks 42. He's only 26. He is. He's young. That's a nice compliment. Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> he made a nice little a nice little uh, lift over the goalie's head, though, on that uh, third goal. A little chip shot. Yeah. I mean, he was left wide open, but... It would have been easy to, to blow that if he yeah. hadn't. That's had two games right in touch. a row where the other team just passes it directly to the striker with no one in front of him. <laughs> that, is, that is nice that they do that. Like, and he was staring at Klaus, and he just passed it right to him. I was like, what are we doing? You have some some uh, respect for yourself. Yeah. But it's well, probably harder than I give it credit for. So. And I guess there's a reason these guys are in the MLS and not in the EPL. Well, actually, the guy who passed it to Klaus on accident, apparently throughout the game, he is a highly touted guy who's probably going to be going to the Premier League. I heard Yeah, they did. That. They talked about that on the broadcast. You're right, Plowhawk. Yeah. I mean, he's tall, lanky, kind of 21. You can kind of see. Is that the good-looking guy you like? No, who was, no, no, that was the goalie. That goalie, man, he got that George Russell F1 <laughs> Okay, man, all got, right. He's uh, definitely got the tan and, you know, the athletic build. Okay. <laughs> they all have athletic builds, don't they? You're not going to see frumpy soccer players <laughs> usually. Yeah, typically. But R9 no, towards the end of his career, Ronaldo, the real Ronaldo, was a little thicker towards the oh, end. Oh, yeah, he was like. <laughs> so was Maradona. Maradona was real thick yeah. at the end. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure it cost yeah, Ronaldo. It's amazing that he had an appetite. <laughs> Who was the Charlotte player that scored the goal and was such a pain in the ass? I love oh, that. yeah, that guy. Does, was he the bantiest of roosters? Yeah, he got hurt like four times in the first half. Just <laughs> dreadful injuries. He dreadful. is what soccer is about, and I absolutely love a guy and like And then that. I noticed when everyone had finally had enough and had given up on his latest injury and walked away, then he would pop right up and go on, too. Was he the one who got the handball? Was he the no, one? No, that was okay. another guy. No. Federsky yeah. or something, though. They were, they were complaining about the Jeff handball. Jeff Skaversky, Doug. Yeah, guy. it was the skiver, When I left KMOV, skiver, he came yeah. in. It was so clearly a handball, and they were all... But that's how soccer is. They all, like, crowd around the ref and start yelling. <laughs> but, I, you know, hey, what are you going to do? It's like he didn't mean to do it, but it still hit him right, right in the hand. Yeah, I love that number nine. I love Was this a goalie again? You're no, going to talk about that- his hand? <laughs> The little Banny Rooster. Oh, with the he had the frosted hair, I and the crowd that. got on. About the second half, the crowd had had enough of his act. Love him. Why don't more players do that? When you you get inside, you're close to the box, and there's defenders in the box, and you're trying to pass it or chip it over the head. Just kick one in their hand. Yeah. It's not usually, a bad idea. usually when they block it, they put their hands behind their back so that even if, if it does hit it, it wouldn't. But be if bad. they don't know it's coming, they can't be running with their hands behind their back. They're trying to defend. They're not right. paying attention. Just kick it at their hand. Well, I mean. Imagine yeah, instinct, than it looks. a ball is coming at you and you decide to go groin first, just leave mm. it out in the open. You got, but it's either that or you're giving up a penalty. Penalty. <laughs> save your, ch- well, I'm not <laughs> save your balls. <laughs> One of the best things about watching the game is there's like there's no commercials. It's, that's what I'm saying, 45 minutes straight action. Yeah. It's awesome, man. I love it. I mean, I really have enjoyed watching both of these games. I'm into it. And that atmosphere on Saturday night, I just can't say enough about it. I mean, that... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, like I said, there have been incredible regular season games with the Cardinals and Blues, but usually that is with some kind of playoff 
uh, implications. And, and again, I recognize this is the first ever home game for a franchise. So if you go back to the first St. Louis Rams game at Bush Stadium, Doug, who did they play? They played the yeah. Bears or the Saints? Yeah, out, it was outside. I Yeah, it, it, at Bush, Bush Stadium, yeah, too. and that did have a fantastic atmosphere there. That atmosphere was a, yeah. so. I mean, I reckon, but I just I think because of how alive, and I think a lot of it goes to those supporter groups actually, because they carry that on throughout the course of the game. That I think it will become an event in a way different, but in a way similar to the Battlehawks, that it isn't necessarily about the game, it's about the atmosphere. Like, how many people are really emotionally distraught over the Battlehawks losing yesterday, with the exception of Doug? I yeah, know, Doug, you I'm down. said at the outset down that, that, in the dumps. That, that that's got you. Mm-hmm. But I think people are going and will be going to the Dome this weekend, mainly for the atmosphere uh, and the fact that there'll be 35,000 uh, people there. You know, most people in that building on Saturday night at City Park probably couldn't name five members of the dogs. But because of the atmosphere, that will come organically because you'll become a fan. Uh, And I'm sure plenty of people already have become a fan. And now you will have people wanting to go to those games, not just because of watching the game, but just because they want to be part of an an energetic atmosphere like that. It is. Yeah. I expected it to be youthful and energetic, and it superseded my expectations. Yeah. Granted, it's the first one, but still, that that was something else. The Do Blues you think- have got a little of that going too with the atmosphere. I mean, they they keep the music pumping all the time, and it's a fun thing to go, even if the team's not going anywhere. I think that's got something to do with why they're still selling out most of their games. Now, Tim, you notice that on TV. What do you think it's like in person? Do you think it's much more than you're seeing on TV? Um, I can't speak to it outside of it. I felt like watching it on television, it absolutely translated. It was because when I was texting with Joe, for example, Iggy, and he was saying there were people bitching about him and his friends standing in front of them. I said, I don't on the broadcast, on the telecast, I haven't seen one person sitting down. Perhaps it was going on, but I didn't see it. I mean, everybody was standing throughout the game that I could see on the telecast. And so, therefore, the energy was, um, you know, it, it was like watching a playoff game. That's that's what I would equate it to. And here it is. It's the, the second regular season game of a season that goes on through October, you know. Yeah, it'll be hard to keep up that level of intensity for that, that long of, over the course of the season. But maybe it'll happen. We'll see. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Since somebody gives me a ticket, I'll go. They have to give you the ticket? <laughs> How many teams well, yeah. make the playoffs? Uh, seven from each conference, Plowhawk. The Those... number one team overall, which right now uh, the dogs are tied uh, with the Sounders. But uh, Seattle has uh, scored six goals and have allowed zero. And uh, the doggies are six to three. Uh, so then the doggies would play the seven seed if the playoffs were to start today. So two versus seven, but the one seed gets a bye, and then they are in the conference semifinals. That's the, uh, that's the format. Two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five, and then the top seed in each conference gets a bye into those quarterfinals, or into the conference semifinals, I should say, overall quarterfinals. So if you get a bye, you only have to win three games to win everything? Yeah, right? Semis, finals. 
All I know is it I feels like, like it. a championship season. <laughs> Doug, you think they might ship it? I think so. If the other team's going to give us three goals a night, they got a good shot. Top of the table, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't say table. That's what. That's you, like have a problem with, uh, you have a problem with table? I yes. mean, if I go to ESPN.com and I look for the hashtag standings, it's not going to say standings. It's it going to say table. I don't oh, like six it. points, uh, baby. If you've ever, if you haven't been to the St. Louis City FC fan page, I can hop on that right now. Because like the game, and the, off. the game and the atmosphere were one of a kind, but nothing can compare to that page overall. What are they doing? There was a post about, hey, make sure if you see a Charlotte fan, shake their hands and tell them welcome to St. Louis. It's like, come on, oh, dude. Oh, brother, best fans in well, soccer. I, I, that, that was just like the beginning <laughs> of like, oh, mm-hmm. my yeah, I God, saw, man. I saw where somebody. Can we posted. get a Beefus hoodie? <laughs> People were complaining on there about calling it the dogs. Oh, they hate So I joined just to see what all the ruckus was. Ew. And I get up this morning, my first eight stories on my thread from that page. I just said, see ya. I just That's had it. A, You're I had out. A, I had to leave. Delete. I haven't struck yet. Obviously, there's a time and a place for me to make my <laughs> inaugural post. What's your inaugural post going to uh, be, Plowick? It's going to be a shot fired at something. How about um, a burgy pube? Yeah, I may do that. It, it all depends. I, the page is pretty calm right now, but I did like the... Whenever, when you see a, a Charlotte fan, shake their hand, tell them welcome to St. Louis, buy them a beer. Oh, Lord. Who the Stop hell it. are we, dude? Stop that. We're gritty, man. Uh, we have a, a full board of uh, phone calls. Oh, TMA Walrus know. number one starts things off here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. Uh, TMA Walrus number one. Uh, good morning. Hello, Walrus. Hey, Wally. Morning, boys. How's yeah. everybody doing? Oh, we're good. You? Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, well, oh, well. So that uh, that experience Saturday night, I didn't have tickets because I'm a poor, but I went down there, and that whole place was electric. Just outside the stadium, like an hour before the gates opened, it was one of the coolest things I ever got to see. I couldn't believe it. It was so good to see the uh, support with everyone down there, everyone's drinking, everyone was, you know, smoking a little of the stuff that Plowsy smokes. But it was just a good time with everybody. It was... uh, Everyone was excited, everyone was happy, and I was just so happy to see the city just come out and support uh, full force like that. And I think it's going to be a really good thing. And I just thought it was awesome how the city gets behind everything. You know, not being from here, being from a small town, they didn't really care about each other back you know, in Joplin area. But here in St. Louis, they really rally around the teams and rally around the people. And I think that was an excellent showcase for St. Louis Saturday, and I could not be happier for it. How was it getting in and out of there, traffic-wise? You know, is it okay? I mean, it took us about 10 minutes to find a parking spot. We were about three blocks north of the Ferris wheel. Uh, we found a street parking. It wasn't a big deal. We, we got out, went in, walked around, stayed for about an hour. Then we went over to the armory. And uh, the armory was just full of young people, probably median age 25 or so. Mm-hmm. And everyone was into the soccer game. I mean, everybody. As soon as they scored, it was just loud and uh, the cool thing that they did there, they showed it, but you never heard the commenters, uh, commentators. You just heard the crowd noise from the stadium, and it just pumped up the excitement within yeah. the armory. It was it was a really awesome experience, and I could not be more happy for the town. It was awesome. Yeah. As you walked around, did you feel safe? Was there a big police presence and everything? I know they were a little bit worried about that. Yeah, I never feel unsafe whenever I go downtown. Thank though. you. I mean, I. I just pay attention to what's around me, and I know what to do. Yeah. Of course, I'm, you know, bigger than most people, so oh. I just kind of how big are you? Watch what's happening. How, how big a fellow uh, well, are you? You know, a little bigger than I should be. Let's oh. just say that. All right, but, but 
But no, there was there was police everywhere, and you saw sheriff's departments. You saw different, uh, um, like, private security in some of the buildings. I, I felt safe. But whenever you had that large of the people, I feel safe anyway. So yeah. It didn't really matter. Safety in numbers. Bad rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was great. I mean, everybody was just having a grand old time. I'm just so happy. Uh, can we talk about this uh, City FTL fan page real quick? Sure. Yeah, give it a go. I just kind of mentioned it briefly, yeah. <laughs> Well, Plowsy, I actually messaged you, uh, I think it was Friday, like, we need you over there because this is some serious soccer guy. He was just laying on TMA because for some reason everyone thinks TMA hates soccer. But for, you know, over an hour now, that's all you guys have been talking about. And it's always been a positive thing. So all of us living in there are just attacking him. And then this whole dogs thing, <laughs> you get serious soccer guy and they're complaining about it. So we just put let's go dogs on every – Every post. No, oh, I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough to be invited by a listener. I wasn't for sure if he is you. I did see your uh, message. I think Friday. Um, but yeah, I'm on it, and it's it's. I saw a post this morning about all oh, the Cardinals didn't tweet. You know, congratulation to the STL City on their win. It's like I I think soccer guy is why this show kind of. I wouldn't even say irritated by soccer, but like that's really the downside of the sport is the kind of the pretentious fans, the know-it-all fans. And I didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of that at all. Just a couple isolated posts, but there is a negative to anything soccer. It's quote unquote soccer guy. It's the people that, you know, need to call it a pitch, you know, need to call it an equalizer when you tie the game. Clean You're not going to get the average fan to say that. So like, I hope they don't shove it down our throats. That's the only thing I know. Yeah, and I think that's why we attack the serious soccer guy, not the casual Correct. fans yeah, over there. Yeah, and it's not the team itself. The serious guys. Yeah, I I want to go to a game really bad now, and it, the fact yeah, that tickets too. are eighty bucks is not terrible, honestly, for that atmosphere. So I'm excited yeah, to go. To I, I was just so happy to see the town full of people on Saturday, St. Louis. And when I was walking around, though, there's been several people that just kept saying St. Louis needed this. St. Louis needed this. And yeah. I'm glad they showed up in full force. So yeah, me that too. was an awesome experience. Yeah. And for a non-St. Louisan who obviously hears all the things that we hear, that St. Louis is a dying city, you can't go downtown, blah, 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 this. If you look at the overhead shot, you have the Ferris wheel. You got Union Station. You got the Armory, Putt Shack. You have a, a top golf that's about 80% complete there. Like, there's a ton of things to do, and I think people who just have it inherently in their head that past 5 p.m., I'm never going to touch downtown or go to the city, you can be like that. That's fine, but those aren't the people that actually know what's going on down there. I, I'm with them. I've never felt unsafe being downtown at a Blues game, a Cardinal game, going out for drinks. I I always keep my head on a swivel. I think that's what you have to do in every city. Yeah. This has nothing to do with... Uh, how is the city safe? But there's a cool picture going around. I don't know who took it first, but a lot of people were using it. it was a picture from above uh, at the at the uh, soccer stadium, and then stretching all the way out to the arch. Yeah, I think Nick Hill cool. tweeted that and said, yeah, "Put it in the Louvre cool. or something." Yeah, that was awesome. put it in the Louvre. Oh, I didn't. I, that was I where I saw the get picture. There. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm with Iggy though. The overhead shots are insane. Cool. Insane. But in, in Cloudy, back to your point. Uh, we didn't really know a lot about St. Louis before we moved here six and a half years ago, except for the crime. But, you know, it's just the media pumping up stuff. But what we, my wife and I absolutely love being here. This is the best idea, the best thing we ever did was to move to St. Louis. And there is so much to do here. And so anybody, 
from back home who comes up to visit, that's the first thing they talk about is the crime. And we we talked to them and was like, yeah, you've got places you got to be careful, but if you're smart, you're going to be fine. And that's exactly what you just got to do. Just don't be stupid. Don't be a Hoosier. And we, we never felt unsafe. We've always, um, you know, we do Cardinal games all the time, you know, stay out late in the city. We don't, you know, it doesn't bother us. And I think that's uh, kind of the problem. Like all the stuff, the negative stuff you hear is from like St. Louis and, I was like, if we stop talking bad about our city, then people will want to come here because this is a great city. And one of the great things that I noticed on Saturday that my wife and I always talk about is everyone's, like, genuinely nice here. We are like pretty we damn friendly here. Yeah, they really are. And people who who grew up here, they don't, they can't quite understand that. But for us, coming from different backgrounds, we're like, you had a lot of problems, like racially insensitive problems. And you come here and it's just a big melting pot and everyone's just so friendly and so nice. And we go anywhere and we just talk to people or they come up and just talk to us. And it's fantastic. So, but anyway, that's a whole other story, but I just wanted to call and say the atmosphere was awesome. It's great down at the stadium, great at the armory. I'm just so glad to see the city supporting the team. Did you get hit by that tornado down in Joplin? <laughs> what? Yeah, we talked about that last time I called. Yeah. So if you well, pay attention one time. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I personally didn't, but, um, you know, that's that was the big city, so everything that I knew growing up was gone. Yeah. My wife lost a My wife lost a cousin in that tornado, but, mm. yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, no, that was horrible. Oh, but I didn't, anyway, didn't mean to bring down the, dogs. the call. I it's appreciate just what I think it, Wally. That's a great call. Thanks, you, Wally. If you saw Joplin after that tornado, it's hard not to think of that every time you hear Joplin is what that tornado did to that city. Tim Drop? I don't know. Yeah. Should we take a break or go to another caller? Well, well, I don't know. We got more people on the phone lines? Have we ever had Too Fat to Kayak on? Well, let's get him on there. Okay. All right. On Friday. He's on there now. Hey, kayak. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yes. Hey, hey can, you, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you just fine. Okay. All right. How are you boys doing today? We're doing fine. You. God, this sounds like I'm a well. familiar guest. I'm, like right. I'm well. I'm well. Like... Hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, just say like, Saturday was tremendous. The whole weekend was actually tremendous. My son went down Friday for that uh, that that uh, concert with uh, Metro Boomin and uh and Anderson Park, and he had a great time. Was down there with some fraternity brothers. He said there were probably four or five thousand people down for that. Uh, and the game was just tremendous, and uh, the atmosphere was unbelievable. It it uh, a few things stood out. Like for me, like the the work that they put into the TIFO, those big uh, banners that came down over the the supporters section. Uh, kudos to the to the supporters groups for pulling those together. Those looked really good. Those were really kind of goosebumpy feels and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Plazi, I could not agree with you more. I was eyeballing that Charlotte goalkeeper too. He was. Okay. He was. He, he got a calm demeanor. I mean, clearly yes. he didn't bark at him boys for getting some own goals and some bad positioning. Very nice tan. He looked about six five, kind of lanky, yeah. kind of like me. So I, I saw a lot of I me like, in him. Oh, you did. I like confidence in my men, and he portrayed that yeah, in space. I loved it. It was tremendous. Nice. It was tremendous. So uh, great uh, for Eddie for uh, Eddie McVeigh and and uh, um, and Maggie O'Brien's. I mean, that was it. Was just packed. They had they were selling they were selling individual beers just out of uh, you know giant coolers or whatever. 
so people could just keep it going even if they couldn't get into the uh, the bar or at the uh, parking lot, um, you know, uh, area for the party that they had. So, I mean, it was just, it was great. It was, it, it was, it was just tremendous. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I couldn't be happier for the city, couldn't be happier for the future of this franchise. And, uh, it's definitely gonna mellow out a little bit. I would think this was the first game. This is kind of like Cardinals opening day in a, in a way, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it was an all-day affair for a lot of people, um, but it was it was great. Oh, and parking. One other thing, parking. St. Louis parking has uh, um, uh, you could get passes like three or four days before. So if you knew you were going down, you wanted some parking that was really close. We parked like a block and a half from uh, the stadium, and it cost us twenty bucks. So you know, where do you get the pass three days before? You got to go online. That's St. Louis parking. Um, and they have events there, and then you can pick your lot. It's called Joe. He knows. Joe Pelosi handles that. Well, he'll know. Yeah, who to, he'll know who to call. <laughs> I guess I could call. Yeah, Joe would probably have that. All then, right. Uh, yeah. You know, the good thing Saturday night it wasn't. It wasn't. The weather was great. I mean, it wasn't cold. But can you imagine when we get into spring and summer and they got a night game? Oh, that's and, a pony. And it's like 75, 80 degrees outside, a nice breeze. How? Pack that place is going to be starting in the morning. The just beers. patios full everywhere. Unbelievable. I bet Maggie O'Brien's did as much business Saturday as they normally do in a month. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I, it was I would agree with that, Doug. Yeah. They opened at 8 or 9, whatever they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great yeah, to see that. It, the, it, it, was un, it was insane the number of people that were. And a lot more at Maggie O'Brien's than that one, the new one that they're uh, the pitch or whatever that's right next door. But. Uh, so uh, good for good for uh, the sponsors. Good for Maggie. Amen, Lewis. brother. Thank you, Too Fat to Kayak. All right, have a good day, boys. All right, you Thank too. That's uh, Too Fat to Kayak. Doug, I was disconnected for a period of time. Yeah, we heard Jackson that. came in for the the. You know, I know we have a few hundred people who were watching on YouTube. Those people probably knew that I had disappeared. You guys probably did not know that I had disappeared. And if no. you're listening live, you no, probably I asked. Didn't know. So, what's that? I just asked. Is did Tim drop? And no. I, then I said, "Let's go to another caller." So I can, you know, I can host the show this one. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> smooth as smooth as a hairless ass. Uh, Jackson, what what happened there? No idea. Uh, <laughs> frankly, I, I don't. This is new tech to me, but uh, I reset like it. That term, new tech, I don't care for it. I like just it. turns you off and turns you back on. Well, what do you want me? To, I, don't, I don't know what else to call it, but I I reset the the air link as it is foreknown and. Uh, that seems to take care of the issue. If we run into it again, I will. Uh, I'll do the same thing. And if it yeah, I was persists, w- worried my my wireless uh, connection was poor. And it's so far, it's been knock on wood, flawless. To be fair, I haven't reset the AirLink since we started using it. So maybe it just needed a quick little. Pa- I mean, it had been on. You know, we keep it on all weekend. So uh, yeah. maybe it just needed a quick power cycle. If this issue persists, I will get in touch with uh, what do you call them, Doug? The muckety mucks. Yeah. The, the uh, muckety mucks, the but as of right now, it seems like an outlier. So hopefully that is the case. Maybe this is the yeah, same thing. Yeah, uh, when I'm on TMA, broadcast. Doug, I'm on Airlink, and when I'm on 101 ESPN, I'm on Opal. Yeah. Oh, you know Opal? No, Opal Winfrey. All, all this that's tech, correct. bro. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if Iggy, that's are you what... arguing with people via the TMA uh, STL app? I saw that too. No, too. just one guy responded. To it. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Because I just got a message from Kenny Strode, feedback via the TMASTL app, and I go, Iggy is communicating via the app. No, just this so what, one guy, the first time I've ever done it. Well, he, he called me a liar. He said, 
something about seeing uh, something that was on the fan page. Yeah, he said he said he does. He's left the page, liar. I just explained to him that I said I don't post anymore. I never said I left the page. So keep up. Have you seen his name? No. Internet compost. No. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't a mean oh, re response. Man, I was just responding to him. But that's that's my last response. You got lucky, buddy. Go go to work and tell all your friends I responded because that's the last one I'm going to do. God, nice. he, he must consider himself very lucky to get what a response a from a star like yourself. <laughs> uh, glove blogger Tom Traven not happy with, uh, I, I believe, Too Fat to Kayak's phone call. Mm. Thank God this guy called in to tell us about the parking. The courage and bravery in that call was inspiring. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Uh, Too Fat to Kayak set the glove blogger off. Mm. Well, I'm always concerned about everything else to park. That's part of the experience is not having to sit in gridlock traffic for an hour and I'm, I'm happy to hear that you don't and I've heard to. other people say that they were and they were took like an hour to get out of there really and all oh, I, is that right really yeah there were I saw two posters said God parking is awful it was an hour before we got out of the parking lot or whatever they were so I guess depending on where you park aren't that isn't that music to like St. Louisan's ears to where this bar was packed there was a two hour wait here mm-hmm. there's an hour long line at an, an apparel shop downtown that's great man. like that's unreal and like I said I'm not a huge soccer guy but the infrastructure and what they've done in that midtown downtown area is yeah. I mean in a year and a half what it looked like to what it looked like now it's insane I mean it's unbelievable so props to them I know we have some incompetent leadership here but it does look like people are going downtown even more so now obviously with the mls in place well thank the tailors for that I mean, when, they, oh, yeah, that's, when I, they built the stadium they their whole purpose was to rebuild that area which they've done it yeah. is insane i mean but it you is can't sugarcoat it too much there's still some huge problems down there absolutely but Business i think is we, leaving by the dozens and, i think we overshot i think we focus on that a lot and we don't give props when props is due and i think that area deserves a little props i mean maggie o's now like redid there and it's just that area looks great yeah i'm excited to go to a game do you even want the nfl back now now that we have this i hate the nfl i don't want them back either i'm with iggy wasn't what do you want like a lesbian scene over the nfl or what i want an lpga lpga (laughs) sorry i I, i'd love to see lydia co and lexi thompson down the street rather than an nfl team (laughs) yeah i can watch it on tv and i'm with that take i don't want the nfl Pollock, you want the LPGA over the NFL? Look, Jackson, I, let's bring let's let's present that on balloon party. I don't know if I said that would be our swan song. <laughs> that's that. when they that's when they give us the, oh, the short haircut. Be a kamikaze mission, then that's yeah. fine. Yeah, put a put a poll up on the. Uh, do, you, do you have a balloon party? One on one page. It's just a. Yeah, put that up. Would you rather have an NFL team or the LPGA here? I'd be shocked if there's one so vote for the LPGA like unless one, I voted. One tournament, one LPGA tournament instead of an NFL franchise. A regular event. We had one here for like 10 years. Right, but it would be a four-day event as opposed to... It, it, so? And it went over so well they canceled it. <laughs> I, I, you're right. I, I'm, in, I'm crazy here. I'm in it. Annika Sorenstam went, went every year and they said, all right, that's enough. And then they shut the tournament down. Yeah, I think Lisa Lott Neumann won it one year and... Doug, uh, didn't didn't your photographer sit in the middle of the fairway under mm-hmm. protest, and that yeah. played a role in shutting you? What a patriot! Yeah, they had to stop. It was at the uh, Forest Hills out there in Chesterfield. Well, they left Forest what Hills, and I think they and went. She, to... And she, what she she plopped down in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, needed a, needed a rest, like a soccer player with an injury. Are you really hurt? Had to I, stop. Get the ambulance out. I think the last year was at Fox Creek, I believe. And yeah, that, it did move that out was there. It. Yeah, that the owner didn't like me smoking, and I got kind of banty with him. 
I am uh, texting with Eddie McVeigh, uh, who was supposed to be coming down to Jupiter. We were going to have a cocktail party. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, he said, I didn't end up flying out yesterday. I was completely shot from Saturday. He said, Tim, it was effing unreal down there. Numbers through the roof. And then I said, I hate to hear you're not coming down, but I'm thrilled for Saturday. It was a record-breaking. And he said, yes, I've only had three better days ever, and those were all St. Pat's parade days. And I said, may I say that on the air? And he said, yeah. Uh, sorry, man, I was looking forward to going. I just got jammed up with everything going on. Um, but there you go. That, that place has been around for decades. And Saturday was the fourth biggest day, and no bigger day has ever occurred for Maggie O'Brien's that was not a St. Patrick's Day parade. And keep in mind, there have obviously been, I don't know how many St. Patrick's Day parades that place has seen, uh, and only three of those were bigger than Saturday. So that gives you an idea of the kind of volume Maggie O'Brien's did yeah. and the kind of impact that that, uh, that game had for downtown St. Louis. And St. Patrick's, is, you know, that's one day a year. He's going to get, what, 15 games or well, so. Well, that's my point, too, is this fan base is just now learning. Like, they're going to be tailgate. They're going to figure out with the uh, amount of home games they have, like, where the tailgating is and where people congregate. And I think it's going to be more of an event throughout the year than I think it was even for Saturday because it's all new. This, I mean, the whole yeah. soccer phenomenon, the you know, the stadium, where are we going to go, how long do we get there before the game, I think all that ain't going to play out, and I think Maggie ain't going to kill it. I also think it's a huge benefit that they play once a week, and it's always at the same time. It's 7.30 local time, no matter what's, you know, what city they're in, so West Coast obviously will be a little later, but that makes it like event viewing, where like people know Saturday night's are going to be for the dogs. And so that's a huge benefit where they're not playing Tuesdays or Thursdays or you know weird times on Saturday. They play at 7.30 on every Saturday. I could see, just like how Seattle does it, a parade every Saturday from like the Arch right down Market yeah. Street to the stadium. That'd be a fun thing to do. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5 or go online. Uh, and email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. 314-881-TMA5 is how you can text an engineer, design facilities, text inbox, email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And, of course, call in like TMA Walrus number one did and also uh, that uh, you can, of course, use the TMA STL app. And maybe Iggy will respond. Now, he said he's only responding to that one guy and that was it. But you never know. No, you that's never it. know. That's, That's it. it. That's the final one. Well, I, when, you, when uh, you call me a liar, I, I'd want to respond. That's it, yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, so you can use the TMASTL app to communicate on the program as well. I uh, want to thank another new sponsor for getting on board TMA, and that's Longo Biggs Injury Law. When you are injured, it is a confusing process. They will take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim, and what they will do is walk you through everything. There are potentially lots of dollars on the line, and they want to help you get every dollar you deserve. CD and Doug both grew up in the St. Louis area, South City and South County, and they will go to trial. These giant out-of-state law firms don't care about their reputation in the community. C.D. and Doug do, and that's because they are from here and they work here, and you will get to know them personally like I have gotten to know them personally here over the last couple of months. They only get paid if they get you compensation. They accept all personal injury cases but focus on car accidents, trucking accidents, and catastrophic 
injuries. They make the entire process easy for you, the client. All you need to do is go online at longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. That's Longo Bigs, new sponsor here on TMA. CD and Doug, loyal TMA listeners, and now on board with their law firm, Longo Bigs, online at longobigs.com. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. All right, we will close out our Munganess St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.